From TLDR News, this is your daily briefing for Wednesday the 19th of April 2023. Good afternoon. In today's Spotlight story, we run through the settlement between Dominion and Fox News. This isn't the only thing happening in the world though, so we'll run through three of today's other important stories. And in our exclusive Nebula section, we look at why Paraguay's election is being closely watched by China and Taiwan. But first, what was settled between Fox and Dominion? A dramatic legal battle between Fox News and the voting machine company Dominion has come to an abrupt end after Fox agreed to settle and pay nearly $790 million to the company over its broadcasting of misinformation about the 2020 presidential election. The settlement is one of the largest ever in a defamation case and was announced just hours before opening arguments had been due to begin in court, leaving those excited for high-profile testimonies from the likes of Rupert Murdoch disappointed. So what was the case about? Well, two years ago, Dominion Voting Systems filed a whopping $1.6 billion defamation lawsuit against the Fox News network, accusing Fox and its pundits of spreading damaging conspiracy theories about the company, including that their voting machines were vulnerable to hacking, that Dominion had conspired to rig the election in favour of Joe Biden by flipping votes from Trump to Biden, and more. Fox News and its parent company, Fox Corp, had argued that it was protected by its First Amendment right to free speech, and that their hosts, such as Tucker Carlson, Lou Dobbs, Sean Hannity and Janine Pirro, had simply been reporting newsworthy allegations. In the build-up to the trial, large volumes of internal Fox communications were released, revealing that top Fox hosts privately doubted the claims about a rigged election despite what they aired on the channel, and even referred to Trump advisers like Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell as lying and insane. In a sworn deposition, Fox boss and billionaire media mogul Rupert Murdoch acknowledged that some of Fox's commentators were endorsing the baseless theories and said, I would have liked us to be stronger in denouncing it in hindsight. A court filing revealed that Murdoch had described Trump's election fraud claims as really crazy stuff. All of this meant that the imminent trial was hugely anticipated, especially with the potential for public under oath testimonies from people like Rupert Murdoch and Tucker Carlson. Evidently, Fox concluded that a drawn-out trial with the potential to air a stream of damaging information resulting in a possible verdict against them was something they were willing to pay $787.5 million to avoid. While the figure is less than what Dominion was seeking, it is still a vast amount of money for the voting machine company, reportedly 10 times Dominion's entire company value. A Fox statement on the settlement said the network acknowledges the court's rulings finding certain claims about Dominion to be false. A Dominion lawyer said lies have consequences, adding that for two years a torrent of lies swept Dominion and election officials across America into an alternative universe of conspiracy theories, causing grievous harm to Dominion and the country. Fox is still facing a $2.7 billion defamation lawsuit from another voting system company, Smartmatic, whose attorney says Dominion's litigation exposed some of the misconduct and damage caused by Fox's disinformation campaign. Smartmatic will expose the rest. Okay, so that's our main story for today, but there's a lot more going on around the world. So here's a rundown of three other stories. Despite a possible ceasefire agreement, fighting in Sudan appears to be continuing. 
Both sides accuse each other of breaking the terms of the ceasefire, with each side attempting to take key locations in the capital. In the last few days alone, more than 185 people have been killed, and more than 1,800 injured. In addition to this, half the hospitals in Khartoum are out of action, despite the casualty rate. The WHO has said that attacks on healthcare facilities are a flagrant violation of international law. Atia Abdullah Atia of the Sudan Doctors Syndicate told the AP that the fighting remains underway and that we are hearing constant gunfire. Some are calling for an evacuation of the city, following news that it's nearly impossible for humanitarian services to get in and out. There's more on the way, but be sure to subscribe and ring the bell to make the daily briefing part of your daily routine. Or just search for us on your podcast app to listen along. Brazil's president, Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, has come under fire for his comments about the war in Ukraine. Lula said on Saturday, whilst on a visit to China, that the United States and its allies needed to stop encouraging war and start talking about peace. Just the latest comments from the Brazilian leader that's caused consternation in Washington and Kiev. In response, a Ukrainian official invited Lula to visit Ukraine to understand the real causes and essence of Russian aggression. He said accusing countries of helping Ukraine defend itself of encouraging war is not in line with the real state of affairs. The White House accused Lula of parroting Russian and Chinese propaganda. Later, on Tuesday, Lula condemned the violation of Ukraine's territorial integrity by Russia and repeated his call for mediation to end the war. Tunisia's president, Kais Saied, has accelerated his crackdown on dissent by arresting opposition leader Rashid Garnucci and closing the offices of his Ennahada party. 81-year-old Garnucci is the highest-profile critic of President Saied to be arrested in the ongoing opposition purge, and the moderate Islamist Ennahada party has been Tunisia's largest political group for most of the time since the 2011 uprising brought democracy to the country. Syed was elected in 2019, but carried out what has been described as a self-coup in 2021 by dissolving parliament and consolidating power around himself. Since then, he's redrafted the constitution, which was approved in a referendum boycotted by the opposition and held elections for a weakened parliament that was also boycotted by opponents. Just this year, authorities have carried out sweeping arrests of opponents, including politicians, business people, unionists, the owner of the country's most popular radio station, and more. Syed has said that those detained are involved in a conspiracy against state security. The arrest of the Enhada leader has raised fears that a ban on the party is imminent. In the final uplifting story today, we discuss a Galapagos reef. Scientists have today found reefs full of octopuses, lobsters and fish in a previously unexplored part of the Galapagos Marine Reserve. This is good news, as it's raised hopes that healthy reefs can still survive and thrive despite coral being in crisis, due to record-breaking sea surface temperatures and ocean acidification. Jose Antonio Davalos, the Environment Minister for Ecuador, which owns the Galapagos, said that the discovery reaffirms our determination to establish new marine protection areas in Ecuador and to continue promoting the creation of a regional marine protected area in the eastern tropical Pacific. That's all we have time for on YouTube, but if you want to see our discussion of why the Paraguay election is being watched by China and Taiwan, then watch the extended ad-free edition of The Daily Briefing over on Nebula. That's the streaming service we're building with a bunch of our creator friends, many of whom you're likely to be already watching. 
That means that by signing up, you not only get an extended ad-free daily briefing every single day, you also get to watch exclusive and ad-free videos from the best educational creators on YouTube. That's things like Real Life Law's incredible Modern Conflicts, which breaks down contemporary disputes around the world, Neo's Underexposure, which beautifully dives into complex and shadowy topics you've always wanted to know more about, or Extremities from Wendover Productions, which uncovers some of the world's most remote places. All of these are only available on Nebula, just like our extended daily briefings and a whole bunch of other exclusive TLDR content which never comes to YouTube. If you want to sign up, use the link in the description so that they know you came through us. That helps us out a whole lot, as does watching on Nebula more generally. So thanks for signing up and we'll see you on Nebula.